Evernorth Health Services, we believe costs shouldn't get in the way of life-changing care. And we're doing everything in our power to make it possible. Behavioral health solutions that also keep your projections at their best? It's possible. Pharmacy benefits that benefit your bottom line? It's possible. Complex specialty care that cares about your ROI? It's possible. Because we're already doing it. All while saving businesses billions. That's wonder made possible. Learn more at evernorth.com slash wonder. This is Afternoons with Rob Breckenridge on News Talk 770 Radio, Calgary's breaking news and conversation station. All right, as you may know, we are in the midst of a curriculum review here in Alberta. And, I mean, inherently, there's, there's nothing wrong with that. I mean, the, the PCs had initiated this as well when they were still in power. It's probably a good idea every once in a while to take a look at the curriculum, what it is we're teaching kids, and whether it's still working, whether it still makes sense. Not an issue there. But I think there's some concern as to how the NDP might be looking to shape the curriculum in a certain direction, or whether we're going to end off with a system that's worse than what we had before. We've been trying to fix the damage done to the math curriculum, for example, with this whole move toward discovery math. Uh, and our next guest calling attention to some potential worrisome changes as it applies to social studies. As David Staples writes today, the concept of teaching history is out of style, it seems. In its place is an inappropriate overemphasis on social change and activism. So this is part of this ongoing curriculum review. You can read David's piece uh, up today at EdmontonJournal.com. Uh, but he joins us on the line here this afternoon. David, great to have you with us. Welcome to the program. Glad to be here. I guess nothing's been decided. Uh, there's no final decision at this point yet, but uh, some worrying signs. What, what are we seeing so far here? The government has put out a survey online survey that you can find where you're asked to comment on all these different um, subject areas and included in the survey are kind of our documents where they spell out from k to 12 um, some of the key questions and themes that they're going to be addressing um, in, in all the different subjects so the one that really caught my eye uh, was social studies so the backdrop of this is in some of the preamble material for this whole thing, the government had talked had a teacher talking about how the goal of the new curriculum is to create agents of uh, change. So, you know, that's kind of a weird thing. It seems to me for public education, it, it strikes me that it should not be political, it shouldn't be pushing any I- ideology. But when the, when a government um, in its PR material is saying we want to have agents of change, create uh, students who become agents of change in society. Uh, that's worrisome to me. Whatever government is, whether they were right-wing, left-wing, I don't want them trying to turn uh, our students into agents of change for their particular agenda. In the social studies um, uh, scope and uh, practice um, document, we see this theme of change coming up again. This idea that, uh, you know, they're, so in grades three, we're supposed the students are supposed to sit there and think, how can, how can we, get, we affect change? And then grade four, how, can, how have individuals uh, and, and groups affected change in the past? So why this focus um, on affecting change? As if, if, as if that were a good thing. Um, you know, if there was a social conservative government and they had in grade three or grade four students um, looking at, um, if the whole focus was, well, how can we respect tradition and how can we do better at respecting tradition? I think people on the left would be, they'd be raising their eyebrows and saying, why is the government pushing their agenda? Well, that's what I'm doing in this case. I just don't think 
that ideology or uh, a progressive agenda for change should be at the foremost of, you know, grade three uh, social studies. And that's what I'm seeing. Right. Well, yeah, it's interesting. You, you quote one uh, curriculum expert in, in your piece who says, you know, if this goes ahead, we're going to end up with a lot of very opinionated but poorly educated students. Uh, and, and that's certainly worrying. Uh, what, so where's, where's the education component here? The problem is this. It's not only what, so what, what their stated goals are and what they're hinting at what they're going to do. It's also the fact that nowhere in this document will you find any commitment to teaching history. I mean, social, social studies used to be called history, and then they changed it because, well, we, you know, we have to discuss it. We have to look at the context of history. And, you know, we have to have a broader debate, which is, which is perfectly reasonable. But in our new social studies curriculum, well, there will not be any concerted effort to teach a comprehensive world history to students. They're just not going to happen. Instead, they're going to be cherry-picking pieces of history which support their narrative of looking at positive change, of progressive change in the world is what, I, what I'm seeing out of this document. So, you know, there'll be examples of when social uh, justice movements have succeeded greatly, which is, which is fine, but maybe we should also have a look you know, if we had a broader view of history, they'd also have something where social justice movements have gone completely off the rails, like in the Soviet Union or Venezuela. I don't expect those to be part of the curriculum, quite honestly, but I do expect they're going to have all kinds of examples where progressive change uh, worked wonders. And it has worked wonders. I'm not saying it hasn't. But for students to enter fully into, into, the, into the world, to, to be an expert, to, to be powerful in the world, you need to have knowledge. To, to engage in critical thinking, you must have knowledge. You can't, be, you can't be a leader in your field, in any field, without knowledge. And you can't be a leader in social studies without a broad view of world history. But we are not going to teach that in this current curriculum. It is not the objective. And I find that problematic. Right. I mean, I understand part of social studies is understanding Canadian institutions, various levels of government, uh, who and what the prime minister is, what the prime minister does, the premier, all, all of that stuff, the capitals of the various provinces. But yeah, history is a big part of it. And as you point out, history, the word history is really not mentioned much at all in any of this. No, it's meant in the scopes document, which is a fairly lengthy document. The word history is mentioned once. Well, the word change is mentioned more than 20 times. So, you know, it's just a pre preliminary document. It's not the final thing. And some history, uh, uh, social studies teachers are telling me, well, let's wait and see, you know, they, they, what they add in, you know, what the specifics are going to be. But the whole focus, one of the focuses of this curriculum has been, has been to take out knowledge outcomes, to take out the teaching of knowledge in, in favor of discovery and inquiry learning. And, uh, you know, that's what I suspect we're going to see. It's going to be kind of a dumbing down of the curriculum where um, the, uh, the attempt to really engage and teach world history uh, at a significant level isn't even going to be made. Well, and maybe there are aspects of history that do need more focus, as you note in your column, that there's a lot of talk in, in these documents about diversity, about telling the story of First Nations or Francophones, for example. And, and, and that's all well and good, right? I mean, that, that is part of our history, what Excellent, should yeah. be taught to, to students. Definitely. So there are, there, are, there are parts of, like when I went to, uh, was in social studies in high school in the late 1970s, I, I don't recall anything on First Nations history or on the histories of the treaties. And I think, you know, that's obviously was a problem. Yeah. And it's great that that's being addressed and is part of the curriculum. But to put the, that into context, 
um, you know, uh, the history, I think it's useful to know something about, if you're going to look at the native oppression or the oppression of Francophones or some other identifiable group in Canada, it's good to know about the history of oppression, about um, about how it's played out over time with different groups uh, through world history, as opposed to just a, a, a narrow focus on one group. And I just don't see that kind of depth of learning is going to take place. Now, we seem pretty far down this path, given, uh, you know, the, how detailed some of these documents are. But as you point out, nothing is yet cast in stone. So you think there's still a chance to kind of right the ship a little bit here? I definitely do, which is, you know, I, 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 I said this is a travesty what's happening. And I, and I worded that strongly because I think if they continue down that path, it is. But at the same time, if people speak out, if they go online and take the survey and make themselves heard and talk to the minister. You know, I found Minister Egan to be pretty reasonable on a lot of issues. And this isn't this isn't just a path that the NDP were on. The, the previous uh, progressive conservative governments were well on this same path and have been co-opted by the same group of curriculum writers who with the same set of beliefs, uh, you know, the people who brought us Discovery Math and all its joy, right. um, are also at work on social studies. And this has been an ongoing process for about a decade. So uh, the minister has acted reasonably on a number of issues. He's kept the grade 6 PAT, so maybe uh, with... Uh, more uh, input from citizens he will uh, correct this if it's if it's heading in the wrong direction well let's hope so more at edmontonjournal.com david staples thanks for joining us here this afternoon appreciate it glad to be here thanks all right there you go that is david staples columnist for the edmonton journal and uh, concerned about the direction the social studies curriculum might be headed now as he says a social studies program that failed to look at canada's history of oppression of marginalized groups would be a tragedy so, yeah, by all means, focus on First Nations issues, Métis, Inuit, Francophone, all of that. But that's still teaching history. What this seems to be about is teaching activism. Agents of Change sounds like the lamest TV show ever. If you liked Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D., you'll love Agents of Change. Is that what the social studies curriculum is? I think it's about equipping kids to think critically and analyze the world, and they can decide on their own whether things need to change and how they need to change. So, for example, as David Staples points out, one of the proposed main thrusts of grade three social studies would be to answer the question, how can we create change? And in grade four, in what ways have individuals and groups in what is now Canada taken action to affect change? Okay, well, that's a different kind of question, right? To understand how Canada has changed, who drove that change, that's teaching history. But when we're equipping kids to themselves and tell them to be agents of change, that's something a little different. It's one thing to talk about the... Afternoons with Rob Breckenridge, starting at 1230 on News Talk 770 Calgary.